0: Don't fake it, just bust a move This joint is gonna get you in the mood
1: Hey! Hey. Oh my god This koi pun is uh, a lot of fun to do Yeah, man I can't get enough of it Yeah, I had a lot of fun last time I had uh, Chase DeRusso in So guess what I did? He's back I'm back Chase DeRusso in the Koi Pond, y'all. Yeah! Ow. I can't believe this. I, wanna, I, wanna, I just want to say that Chase said something to me in the car the other day, and it made me so happy. I go, write that down. And it's Celebrate Life. Yeah, man. Why do you have to wait for an opportunity to celebrate, man? Just celebrate life. You're alive. Bro, we
2: made it here, man. You,
1: We made it here. Like, we're
2: from the star stuff in the stars, all those ingredients, and we made it to the living part. Let's yeah. just try to celebrate this as much as we can. Mm-hmm. There's going to be ups and downs or whatever, but, yo, we're, we're here right now. We're here. Man. Enjoy we're it.
1: Here. Why are you upset?
2: And we're here together at the same time, Dude, on I, the same timeline. Yeah, man. That's what's really cool. <laughs> we're sharing this planet right now. We
1: were just like a speck. We were just a little speck floating around the galaxy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we became a, you know, like a, a living creature. Mm-hmm. And then, and then slowly we, we we met up later on in life. Yeah. And now we're here. And guess what we're here with? Hmm. Kalen. Yo, yo. Uh, and you know what he's been doing this be whole here. week? You know what he's been doing this whole week? What you been doing? Celebrating his birthday, bro. Yeah. Uh. Got myself a brand new car. How cool is that? It's nice, too. I like that. Did you see it? You walked right by it. It's the Honda.
2: Oh, nice. Brand nice. new
1: Honda. Does it have that new car smell? Oh,
2: yeah. God,
1: I love that smell. Do you know what that smell smells like? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, embalming fluid, right? Yes, embalming fluid. What the fuck is that? I don't know. That's what I they know put in that. the. That's what they put in dead bodies to keep them. No, to keep them. Uh, to keep them nice for the funeral.
1: That's pr- what they put preserve, inside cars to preserve. Yeah, that's so, what they put inside cars. Yeah,
2: that's a that's a fact, right? I didn't know that. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah, man. So
1: if you find one of those pine trees at a car wash, look for the one that says embalming fluid. <laughs>
2: No, new car smell is embalming fluid.
1: I buy new car smell. It doesn't smell like new car. I'm going to buy embalming fluid. I'm going to a funeral home or something like that. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Funeral home. That's where I'm going. I'm going to get that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I I remember my first car. Yeah. Do you remember your first car? I
2: still have my first car. What is it? 2001 Toyota Celica.
1: Damn! Absolute red. That's gangster. Yeah, man. My first car was a Volkswagen Rabbit. I think I told you this story already, right, Kalen? Uh, maybe. Why don't you tell it again? Uh, When I hit the cop in pursuit. No, a cop was in pursuit no. of somebody else? Yeah. Hit this guy through a stoplight.
2: From behind? Where, where were you at when you-
1: T-boned heard? this motherfucker. You T-boned a cop. Yeah. This cop wasn't going anywhere for at least a month. Driver's side? You hit driver's side, cop? I hit driver's side. I just remember the cop looking at me in slow motion. went like this Oh, fuck.
2: <laughs> like right before you hit him.
1: I saw the whole thing. Oh, God. It was great. You know what I was listening to? I've done this on the pod before, but I'll, I'll say the story again for I all never, those people I that never I haven't heard, heard it. I've never heard it. All right. So either. there was a song called Spread My Wings by uh, Troop. Do you remember Troop?
2: Was it the song that's like, spread my wings and fly away? Oh, no, that's the other song. That's, well, that's, that's someone R. Kelly. Else. That's R. Kelly. I'm thinking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is I R. Can Kelly. Fly. I'm sorry.
1: That would have been a great song, too. Yeah. But this one was called, it went like this. Spread my wings and fly away to a place that I. Do you have it? Almost. Get oh, this. my There's God. First. Oh, my God. Please. you got. Uh, I'll reenact the, the whole car accident. Mm-hmm. This was my favorite song. It was by Troop. Right? Oh, this is the music video. Oh bro. So I'm driving down Maryland Parkway. What year? What year is Dude, this is like 1990? Right? Okay. And I'm speeding. This is many lovers. <laughs> I ain't paying attention to shit. I'm going like 55, 60. What kind of shoes are you wearing? Oh, man. I'm playing. I think those are the 90 Jordans I'm rocking. Okay. Okay. And I'm just speeding, right? And I see this light. And it's stale green. Right? So I'm like, oh, shit. I don't think I'm going to make it, right? I start slamming the gas. Like, "Eh," because I feel like it's going to turn, you know, yellow, right? I don't want to catch yellow because it's been green for a while. Yeah. Bro. All of a sudden, a cop just goes through the light with his his lights on. So he ran the light. He ran the light. And I got this song blaring. Ah! <laughs> you see the way you see the cop's face. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm singing. <laughs> the pathway to and for the... I don't even know the words anymore. Right here.
2: Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Music still playing in the background. Music's still playing. Music still playing. Music playing. Fucking lights. <laughs> Worst day of my life.
2: The cop gets out of the car. Bro,
1: not only did the cop come out of the car, about fifteen other uh, patrol cars came. They shut down that whole. That whole intersection, they shut it down. What did
2: the cops say to you?
1: They go sit on the grass. That's what he said to me. Go sit on the grass. I started crying.
2: Were you like, but you ran the light.
1: I didn't know what to say. I thought it was my fault, no matter what, because he had his lights on. His side, his his side. What are those called? Yeah, S- sirens. I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was my fault. I started crying. I was like, I'm, I'm screwed. I'm going to prison. And then the chief came. The captain. Oh my god. Thick they as, had everything. Thickest
2: mustache in the game.
1: Bro, honestly.
2: Right? Like a Steve Harvey shit.
1: Yes. Everybody came. A dog came. They were sniffing the car. They they were trying to find a reason to throw me in jail. They had everybody come. And then finally the chief just came up and walked up to me and he brought that the guy. And he goes, this is officer blah, blah, blah. I'm chief blah, blah, blah. And he goes, uh, officer would like to say something to you. He goes, I really do apologize uh, blah, blah, I, I, I failed to go through the light. He, he apologized. He said it's one hundred percent my fault, man, and I am so sorry. Yeah. So you have to call but, your insurance. But can I tell you What's this? Up? Can What's I tell up? you why? Hmm. Let me tell you why. Because initially, I think they were setting me up. They're about to like re me, right? But these people started pulling over, and then I remember this one couple. And of course, you know, you, there's always that couple where there's one guy, but then there's the boisterous girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was the boisterous go- girlfriend. You could tell she was in the passenger seat. She's like, "Baby, pull the pull over, pull over." That was the cop's fault, And she she stood right by me. What? Yeah, I remember I was crying, and then all of a sudden she she like an angel just appeared. She's like, don't say nothing, baby. I got this. That's exactly what she said. She was like, I saw everything. I ain't going to let him do this to you, put you on the side like that. The the boyfriend wasn't saying anything. He was just like, okay. Yeah, i will just stand right here. Wait. (laughs) And we waited, man. They're trying to find a reason to throw the book at me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that man, thank God, she pulled it, and then another couple pulled over. But she was man. the one that was the loudest. She was like, he didn't even turn his lights on. He just ran through the light. He turned his lights on like in the middle when he ran when he was in the middle of the intersection. She was all over this guy. Oh man! And then the chief finally came over and made him apologize. Isn't that cool? I was me. driving a Volkswagen Rabbit, totaled it, bro. They've- I spun out for at least two or three turns, man. They pay for a new car. Yeah. I went to physical therapy. I don't even know why. Nothing was wrong.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just to keep just to keep the scent off you, so they leave yep. you alone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got a new car from that. But it was his fault, man. It was a stale green, I will I will admit that. And I was speeding a little bit, not that much. It wasn't my fault though. It wasn't my fault. I mean, I'll say that to my dying day. <laughs> Have you ever gotten to an accident?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: couple. Yeah, I can see that, man.
2: But but mines are all like self inflicted. Like, yeah, like I'll be speeding, yep. and I'm like, I'm a curb hitter. I've hit a lot of curbs. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I believe it. He's the worst. I'm not the worst, Caitlin, Yeah, he is. I'm I just saw worst. I just saw him stick two Jimmy Dean sausage McMuffins into the microwave. It was the most agonizing thing to watch. It looked like he was playing fucking checkers in there. Well I had to He take. was moving muffins around, he grabbed the sausage, he put it on another paper, and then he moved the other one. I was like, What are you doing? You just stick the whole thing in there. No, I wanted to distribute And press heat. power. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I trust Chase with my breakfast at these point at oh, this point. Kidding There's me, nothing bro. worse than a than a cold sandwich that's hot on yeah. the outside but then icy in the middle. Nah, that you is go to true. take that bite. That, that is true. Worth. That is true. You're right, yeah. you're right. But can I just say it was a very a fumbling display of cooking in the microwave? <laughs>
2: there was a line behind There was a us. lot of
1: chaos. There was two other customers that wanted to just eat the a goddamn bagel muffin that they just bought. <laughs> and here's Chase playing checkers on the inside of this microwave. And then he go, he went like, I keep spitting because it's funny. He goes, he goes, I got this. He kept saying that out loud. I'm like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? He asked the lady behind the counter. He goes, How many seconds for this sauce for this Jimmy Dean to be perfect? She goes, It's written on the package. He goes, Oh. Well, I got this. I got this. You gotta tell that to the universe sometimes. I and got I'm, this. And I'm just looking at him, Caitlin, and I'm like, what who are you talking to? Just throw the fucking sandwich in there and press power. Like everyone else. I felt so sorry for the guy behind us. He had the same damn sandwich. And he had a nice smile. huh? His smile was cute, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. looked at He's like, It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you know what it's fine means, Kalen? Move the hell on. Go fuck yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's going to have the same problem we're having. The exact same problem we're having. No, he's not. It's a slow cooking microwave. It's just the way it is.
1: That is true, though. Where did microwaves come from? Where Man. did a microwave come from? Do you know where a microwave honest, came I from? I still no. don't
2: trust that thing. I, I don't, don't believe it. I don't know what that is. I don't know how it works. Does it just heat up molecules? I have no what idea. What is
1: it doing? What is it doing? What? Why? Do you know? Can you call Why me- are you <laughs> able to to make an entire cheeseburger in less than a minute?
2: They call it nuking for a reason. We all are set up with that.
1: Where did it come from? Do we have miniature uh, nuke bombs inside our house? I
2: think so. Can we call them? I am do reading you know here Tyson? that microwaves
1: are a form of electromagnetic radiation.
2: <sighs> what the fuck do we have that in our house for? I grew up with a toaster oven, primarily using that. We had a microwave, but I was definitely a toaster oven. Guys.
1: Toaster oven, man. That's Where all I have at? now. I have a Where toaster oven. And it keeps it crispy on the outside. Mm-hmm. You want a chimichanga? Use a toaster oven. Nothing worse than having a chimichanga, you know, that you buy at the Ugh. store,
2: Ugh. and
1: then you put it in the microwave, and it's just this wet, floppy thing. Oh, my thing. God.
2: I do not like a moist sandwich.
1: Yeah. I don't want moisture yeah. on the bottom part. Oh, my God. What is that? Yeah. I want it crispy. What the? What is it? What, what is it? Electromagnetic. What is it?
2: Electromagnetic radiation.
1: Radiation? You know I used to sit there and watch Act 2 popcorn pop for four minutes with my face pressed up against the goddamn (laughs) screen? Are you kidding me? I thought it was TV. How about a warning to all the kids? Tell them, this is not a TV. It's not for entertainment. Then why did you put a window there? Right. Have you ever put
2: a marshmallow in there and just watch what
1: happens? No, I'm going to today. Oh, my God. That sounds fun. Pure chaos. You guys, if you're at work and you're listening right now. Please grab a marshmallow and stick it in the microwave just for fun. There's going to be a lot of cleanup, but you don't have to do it if you walk away. That's right. What else have you stuck in the microwave?
2: I, for sure, the first job I ever had, I put popcorn in the microwave for too long and i was that guy and i took that shit to my grave yeah i did not say that i was yeah. the popcorn it, guy
1: it, it's it stunk up the whole place it stunk right
2: up the whole place for like at least a week at
1: least a at week least at least a week. least a week that burning smell of that that burnt bag of popcorn will will ruin the entire environment for at least a week mm-hmm. that's the truth you ever still try? You ever burn a bag of popcorn? It was your last bag of popcorn. So what do you do? You try and eat around it. And it's not like the same. <laughs> you try, but it doesn't work. Yeah. You ever get a bag of popcorn, but you have a weak ass microwave, and it doesn't pop everything? You just oh. got a bag of hot kernels. Yeah, I I hate
2: that. And you play popcorn roulette, trying to yes. trying to keep
1: going until try to keep going. <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah. One time I. Uh, Bought some fish from Ralph's, and uh, this doesn't sound didn't good already. I think I left it in the fridge too long. It only seemed like a couple days old, but it was already kind of questionably smelling before I mm-hmm. stuck it in the microwave for a, a full cook here at the studio. Man, I cleared this whole place out. Oh, oh man, man. <laughs> everyone was dying. They were pissed. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but you took the blame like a man. You're like that was me because I had to. Everyone I put, had to a fish. Yeah.
1: I put a Kaylin's fish. Yeah, that guy though. Yeah. Kalen's the guy that does it. He don't give. He don't care. Yeah. Kalen will tell. Yeah, I did it. That's I crazy. ran. I ran over the trash can. Oops. Oh, man, that's, that's Kalen. That's
2: the way to live life, though. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I did it.
1: Yeah. I, I used to. It. I used to like hold it to my grave for a while, and then and and, and you always felt bad. when It wears when you,
2: on you. It's it not worth it. It does. It's, it's not does. worth it. It's not worth it. It's
1: not worth it. It's better to just say it, man. You know what else is also good. Hmm. Let people know how you feel.
2: For sure. That's why people are like, oh, that old person's mean or whatever. But that's why they're still around sometimes. Yeah. They let they, they don't leave that evil Yeah, in you said that they before. Out. Yeah, they let it that out. That is
1: true. Because I, I remember I used to do that. I used to hold grudges in for a long time, man. All my coworkers that I hated, I used to keep it in. Yeah. I see them clocking and go, oh, it's going to be a bad day, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Cynthia's working. <laughs> Shit. Then I just woke up one day and I was just like, you know what? I don't like Cynthia. I'm going to tell her. You told her? By the way, I'm just using Cynthia as a fictitious character.
2: I feel like you said sympathy so quick that maybe that's a real name. Maybe
1: it is a real name. But it got to the point where it's like anyone that was annoying at work, I let them know right away. It's like, you're kind of annoying. Why are you like that?
2: Like you want to know the the origin? Yeah, like
1: yeah. Why why are you like that? Why are you always grumpy? <laughs> oh,
2: that's a good that's a good thing to ask somebody.
1: Yeah, I, I would say it. I would be hey, like, are, are you're you? grumpy. Like I don't I don't like hanging out with you. Your vibe is wrong. I'll, I'll let them know. But do you word it
2: a certain way? Are you like, hey man, are you okay? Why are you so grumpy all the time?
1: I got into it. Yeah, I do that. So you say
2: it like, are you okay? Why are you so drunk? I'll grumpy? do that. Okay, you got to give that buffer. I'll do, you you, you got to do it. Yeah, you got to. I, yeah, I, I yeah.
1: indirectly slap you in the face with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm not going to sit there and just walk around you all day and let you be like, you know how people with bad energy always take control of the room? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they walk a certain way and you're like, oh, watch out. Here comes grumpy bitch.
2: Yeah. And they and they want to bring you into their world, like, yeah. Man, doesn't life just suck, man? Doesn't it suck?
1: No. <laughs> I just had a Jimmy Dean sausage made to perfection, thanks to old Checkerboard guy over here. <laughs> Have you ever had a sausage McMuffin made out of the in the in a gas station uh, microwave to perfection? My boy Chase knows how to do it. Uh. Sorry, I didn't mean to drink that. <laughs> there's, there's, there's people listening right now just going, are, are they eating?
2: I love that you're drinking in HD because you hear everything. You hear every You drop. hear
1: everything. You hear everything. Is Jeff here? He is. He just walked in. What? Let's bring him in. All right. I'll go get him. Jeff Cesario. I'm excited. You know what I love about Jeff? What's up? He's been the same guy since like... You know, when he first started. And I didn't even know him when he first started. I was just a fan. Watched him on cable. You know what I mean? Like, all we had was, like, the Tonight Show and cable. That's what they called it, cable back then. Yeah. And then then he would always, here he comes. Look at Jeff. Cable Ace Awards. Cable Ace Awards, Jeff. That was a big thing. That was a big thing. I'm not even joking, Jeff. Yeah, That's a big thing. People don't know because we're we're old now, Jeff. We're 100. We're 100 together. We might as well be 100. We might as well. <laughs> Enjoy. it. Enjoy being
0: 100. But, Jeff. Chase is coming for you. Jay, oh,
1: Chase is coming. I'm right around quick. the corner. I'm, yep. I'm
0: creeping. I'm creeping. Jeff. I'm creeping my dreams.
1: Jeff. First of all, Jeff Cesario, everybody. Look what's him up. What's up? Uh, if you don't... Oh, Unbelievable. What's up, America? Welcome to the Koi Pond, Jeff. Thank you. You know what I love about Pleasure Jeff. To be here. This is what I love about you, Jeff. You're the reason why I do stand up, bro. That is quite an honor. When to I was hear a that. kid, I would watch you. There was like, oh man, there were so many Dennis Wolfberg. Yeah. Did you ever work with, the with big Dennis? Bug eyes? Yeah, I did. Oh, do you man. have any stories? Was he uh, like? He's I, just a great guy. He, he was just a pro.
0: He just busted his ass, yeah. did his thing, went up there. Wolfberg was one of those guys back then which was kind of rare. Uh-huh. Who like never did anything, never tried to bang a waitress or do yeah. blow at the club owner or yeah, any yeah, of that yeah, crap. Yeah. You know, yeah. which
1: was like He's no Jeff Cesario. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. was just a party animal. Look at me. <laughs> I used to be six two. Yeah. That's still you know, I, I just want you to know when I when I'm on the road, that that's still a saying out there. It's like, yo, you're getting Cesario'd right now, <laughs> man. That's it's crazy. You're legit. Legend- getting
0: rejected by a waitress. That's what that means. <laughs> that means you're walking back to the motel. That's what that means. You're getting cesarioed. look at him. He's being Cesarioed.
1: <laughs>
0: that means you're getting mocked by the other acts because you're actually writing during yeah. the day. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you're doing. What's he doing? <laughs> writing? What's that? Sounds stiff. What's writing? What's a pencil? (laughs) What do pencils do? Just put your underwear on over your head. Come on, man. Dad! Listen up. This is my my son.
1: Dad! Dad! What's cursive? (laughs) Oh, that's great. What's cursive? <laughs> Do you know they're not teaching cursive anymore? Did you know that, Kayla? I did not know I that. I did know that. They're dumbing everybody down. They really? are dumbing all the Jeff, you know that your kid. How old your kid? Your kid's a nine. baby? Nine.
0: She's yeah. nine, yeah.
1: Did you not notice they're not teaching him cursive? Well, she's what? in a different situation, but uh yeah. Yeah, I did notice that actually. But listen, I remember as a kid they had the dotted you remember the dotted cursive yeah, letters? Yeah. And you had to trace the dotted <clears throat> Right. Not anymore. Everything's an iPad. They don't even want these kids to write. No, they don't. I bought my son. They they have this list, Jeff. By the same token, not a big future in calligraphy. That's true. (laughs) That is true. I don't know why I bought him a feather pen. I don't even know (laughs) why. Giant feather. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. He never uses it. (laughs) He's got an inkwell. Yeah. Once, (laughs) once he used it. Once. 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 Probably
0: just to throw ink on somebody.
1: Once, Once he used his inkwell. And his feather pen to write uh, on a post it what he wanted from the grocery store. Wow! And, and he guess was, what he, he said, said. Guess what he said to me. What he goes? How do you spell Reese's? Reese <laughs> Reese's. <laughs> How do you spell Reese's, Dad? <laughs> and you know what I said? I don't know. Yeah, that I is spell a tough recess. One. Recess. <laughs> recess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, brother. You Can know, the sad, you some, you go know the sad
2: thing about them not doing cursive, though? And I read this in Scientific American magazine. Whenever you whenever you write in cursive, it's the only time the left side of your brain and the right side of your brain are working together. When you really? Write. The only yeah.
0: time in life? I
2: think so. Like when you write in wow. print, it doesn't do it as much. But when you write in cursive, for some reason, it's the creative side and the logical side. Wow. You, you get a better flow. From what I hear, you get a better flow.
0: Wow, that's pretty deep. Yeah, that's you would think that uh, calligraphers would be the hippest people on earth. If you that would think case. it back. back. I'm, I'm mind melding my mind. Yes. What are you doing, Mr. Typer?
1: Yeah. Typer. <laughs> typer. <laughs> Look at this
0: letter S. That's, that's check it out. <laughs> look at that. Took that's, me a month. That's a Monet right there. <laughs> <laughs> Took me three months to do this. Well they're trying S. to spell shit, but still Yeah. It says
2: shithead,
1: but look at the S on that shithead.
2: Beautiful it is. Gorgeous. It's crispy. It's crispy. Two inkwells
1: <laughs> for that letter S. <laughs> then a little gold flake. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. That's beautiful. Shithead. <laughs> I just need to burn the edges of this paper real quick and it'll be perfect. This will be art. Real quick, meaning three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> God. Life, life was so laid back back oh, then.
0: Oh, man. Man. Remember I mean, when, we, like,
1: didn't even, we didn't even live it, though. But, I mean, imagine.
0: Yeah, Buddhist monks were, like, out on the edge. Out on they the edge. They were living edge. so fast. Dude, they were counting stars. Do you know how boring oh. your life has to be? <laughs> yeah, now, t- that's not mind-melding. That's still just
1: one half of your brain. <laughs> counting a star, counting stars, you they that your left and right have to work at the same time for I those guys to count
2: stars, yeah,
1: because
0: you have to contemplate how feeble your own existence is yeah. while you're doing math. Yes, <laughs> that's impressive. <laughs> how impressive is that? That's uh, that's beyond me. They say you only use eight percent of your brain. And I, I believe I, that I would like to get that down to four yeah. as soon as possible. <laughs> I really am. I'm working too hard. There's too much crap.
1: I know I don't need to know. Caitlin, do you have any like like chi- like like some Asian music, like some Chinese, like Zen music? Can you find walk some? Around. Imagine, imagine just one of these counting books, stars, counting stars, and also philosophizing. And
0: life. these are, uh, oh. if I may, I don't know what the correct term is anymore, but they are the uh, ancestors of your people. Yes. Yes. Your community. My community. Yeah. I mean, a uh, couple, you know. Also responsible yeah, yeah, in yeah. large part We're, for World War II. So that's yes. both half the brains. Both I half the working. brain. Yes. <laughs> took a while, took up several centuries, but <laughs>
1: they got both halves working. <laughs> Coming together. <Yeah. laughs> Counting stars oh, and philosophizing life. One, one thousand. Two, one thousand. Three one thousand When you breathe air Is it really there? I don't know Life like a bull May cause fire in the heart Five one thousand, six one thousand seven. Shit, let me start over one Wake up Oh <laughs> How good was that?
0: That was great. That's
2: good. I got taken to that world.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those guys were amazing, man. Yeah. How
0: did they? Uh, that is amazing. When you think of when you look back at that stuff from, and they had like the universe charted out,
1: already charted out. How? How? How?
0: Sail a how? ship by I'm the stars. Even... I love that. We're gonna just sail by the stars. We're gonna use our sextant. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know I, how that, I don't even, I look at that thing in like an Jeff. antique store and I go, you know, I don't know what the hell that is, but it's going to be a, 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 a cool looking paperweight because I don't know how it works. <laughs> they founded the earth using this thing. Jeff, how do they, how do they, look at that thing. Look at that. Look at that. What the fuck is that? They figured out what that is. That is an alien tool, bro. And velvet ropes at the movie theater flummox us. Yes. Look Can you believe that. that? Look at that. They knew That's what, how they, they cattle
1: to people to get popcorn velvet ropes. And this guy what was that has this that. thing. What That's, a that a That's a sextant.
0: A sextant. A sextant.
1: That's how they traveled sh- by ship.
0: That's actually a Sextant, I believe, with a cigarette lighter at
1: the top. Right? Yeah, that's definitely a cigarette lighter. That's pretty lighter. nice.
0: <laughs> that's a really nice,
1: you know what that, a nice add-on Jeff, there. I want everyone that's at, at, at work right now to type in Sextant. I don't even know how to spell that. But when you see the picture, you know what that is now today? A bong. Yeah, that's a bong. That's, that's right. definitely a bong now. Yeah.
2: Maybe they shouldn't Google it at work.
1: Yeah, don't Google, no, Google it
2: at work. do so Google it at
0: Google work. Can, at no, work. Google, it. Google it at work. Well, and spell it T-A-N-T, yeah. because if you okay. spell it sex tent, yeah. you're, you're going to be waiting yeah. for page 147 yeah. before just, this thing pops That'll just up.
1: take you to Coachella. <laughs> right exactly
2: it looks like it looks like yeah. a telescope on a on a slice of pizza and yes there's a, it yeah, does! There's a paper With clip missiles shooting out the back
0: yeah and there's thumb holders they had it together bro i'm telling and you. And that top thing is a letter that was like we had 42 longitude and 52 click
1: <laughs> <laughs> latitude <Yeah. laughs> that's what they were doing back then <laughs> bro but how <laughs> that's why when they said that we I they were know. taking a chip to go to china Like, that was a journey, bro. But how
0: did they know it was there?
1: I don't know. I don't
0: know. I
1: don't know. I don't know. They knew,
0: though. They could even tell the size of a star just by looking at it. Isn't that crazy? And then they mapped them all out in, like, little drawings. Like, that's a bear. Yeah,
2: and, and, that's and that's a, a ladle. ladle. You know, what's crazy is they all came up with the same conclusions yeah. about those drawings. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many religions have a lot of similarities because they were looking at the stars and being like, this is that story. This yeah, is that yeah. story. How do we all have the same I don't story? Know. And, I don't you go it.
0: from like a God's belt, Orion's belt, Yeah, and then there's a ladle. That <laughs> seems what? a bit of a come down. How is there a ladle there? It's like the Big Dipper. Yeah. and the Little Dipper. In the Little Dipper. Because they just looked at it and went, Man, we can't come up with anything majestic for that. That's just a freaking spoon.
1: Jeff, can I say something? Yes. How about when they don't draw lines where the Big Dipper is? You know how they draw the lines to show yeah, you the Big yeah, Dipper? Yeah, when yeah. they don't draw the lines, you know what I say? What? Looks like a cluster of fucking stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, see, I don't see a
0: Dipper anywhere. No, no. I'm just going to. I gonna. see a lot of dots. Whip up my my Galaxy ways yeah. and see how I can scoot through those. <laughs> yes. What's the fastest way yes. through the Dipper? <laughs> got to get from the Dip. That's what it's going to be like in twenty five years. If Elon Musk has his way, we're just going to be up there with our iPhones, just going. All right, I got to get to the uh, South Point of the Little Dipper. Yeah, and uh, it looks like the West way is blocked. Blocked. Yeah, so I'm going to go down the uh,
1: bottom of the dipper. Yeah, bottom of the dipper. It's looking good. Through a Ryan's belt, over the bear's chest. uh, The Gemini, you know, the twins' nutsack is holding up traffic right now. The, the traffic yeah. report in the galaxy. Yeah, it was just those two dudes standing there with their dicks <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of traffic here in Orion's Belt. Twins uh, Nutsack is all backed up. Yeah, Twins Nutsack is backing up traffic here. I would have kept doing that, but my chest hurts
0: yeah. at this age, Or else we would have had a really good bit.
1: It was going, though. Jeff, let me tell you this. Yes, sir. Because this all started with Dennis Wolfberg. Oh, that's right. Good Lord. But I I, I hate to ask you a question like that, but you know, as a fan of stand up comedy, yeah, you know, you Dennis, uh, God, I can keep going on. There's so many that Ronnie I love. Shakes. You remember Ronnie Shakes? I don't remember Ronnie Shakes. Uh, there was Dennis Wolfberg, Ronnie Shakes out of New York.
0: Uh, certainly, Dom Ira. Remember Bob Nelson? Oh yeah, Bob Nelson did like Bob Nelson did some hilarious sports stuff before people were really doing hilarious sports. Yeah, stuff. man. You remember what he did, what the he did with the balloons and, the and all that? Jock. Yeah, yeah. God, it was so funny, man. <clears throat> A lot of crazy guys. But you got to work with those cats, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I started late. So they were probably anywhere from five to ten years ahead of me. But they were my age because yeah. I started late. So yeah. it was a really interesting juxtaposition there. But, but boy, all those guys were great. I mean, and I started up in Minneapolis with uh, Louis Anderson and uh, <sighs> Joel Hodgson, who did Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes. And uh, Liz Winstead, who invented The Daily Show. And uh, Joel Madison and Sid Youngers, who wound up writing on Roseanne. And uh, and then created their own shows and uh, just a, a lot of talent. Boy, there was a lot of talent out of out of Minneapolis. Probably the funniest guy was a guy named Wild Bill Bauer who didn't even make it out here. Uh, um, so these regional scenes, there's so much great talent and there's so much great. T- we were just talking about this the other day yeah. because uh, you're from out of Houston. right? Yeah, I'm from Houston. Yeah. When I was when I was coming into it. Uh, um, let's see, Ron Schock was out of Houston. Yeah. Certainly Kinison, uh, Carl LeBeau. Yeah, uh, CD. Uh, uh, Bill Hicks was just starting to come up when I was getting into it. There, so these scenes had, and Denver had Roseanne. Um, uh, they had uh, uh, Lewis Johnson, Jr. They had some great comics in each one of these regional scenes, and all of them a little different. So if you were starting out on the road like I was, because I, I worked in Minneapolis till I got to the place where I could headline B slash A rooms. So that's yeah. when I moved out to Los Angeles and said, all right, I'm just going to spend seven months out of the year on the road yeah. making dough, yeah. you know, and then I'll afford to live in L.A. for five months and wonder why I'm not getting any parts. <laughs> so That was kind of the existence, and it was romantic <laughs> <laughs> but you'd go to these regions like i remember <clears throat> going to denver and they would put up uh, john paul and they would put up roseanne and they would put up lewis and they would put up uh um, um uh matt uh, god they had so many great guys there matt barry yeah. uh and they would put up vince curran they would put up steve mudflat mcgrew they would put up these crushing comics they would each do 10 yeah in front of the headliner and it was their way of saying all right You got balls. Let's see them. Wow! So they do an hour ten in front of you, crushing like their best ten, seven Killer comics who are all still doing comedy, still headlining, still crushing it, and you're going on and you go, all right, it's like fucking Tuesday, yeah, you know, and you're like, all right, I just got to go to the body heavy for about thirty minutes and then come up and get the head, and if you could do that, then they go, then they backed off the whole rest of the week. Then it was like, all right, just two or three of us are going to go on in front of you, really? Oh man, it was so great because they respected you; they could see you had the
1: chops to do it, and that's what. Mind you, this is a different. Back then, because that's when the comedy club scene was big. Yeah, that's that's
0: when the club itself sold the seats. It, the, the, the notion there, of going to a place I don't to enjoy Ch- comedy was
1: so hot. I don't think Chase understands back then. There was more comedy clubs than there were comics. So, like, there was wow. more. No, seriously. <laughs> there was an abundance, and there was a lot of comics in, in, in these regions, though. Like, yeah, yeah. They were big, man. And they were working, bro. They yeah, were working. You could work make a ton of money just being a feature back then. Wow. Yeah. Because you would just. That's why they were saying road, the road dogs. They would just stay on yeah. the road. And, just and it was it. so hot. If there was, There's
0: usually one or two guys guys in each market who had the desire for whatever reason to become like bookers and state comics or there were just bookers who knew how to do it regionally mm-hmm. so they'd get all these lame ass one-nighters but but they but back then a lot of them were like good cuz they'd just go into like the VFW in Virginia Minnesota which <laughs> is up in the Iron Range and they'd get, you know and you'd go and you go, oh, this is going to be ridiculous and there's yeah. 300 people hanging from the freaking rafters going it's a comic he's going to open his mouth this is going to be great and no you know there was cable was just starting yeah. so people had nothing to compare it to except the comics on the tonight show so if you came and you opened your mouth and you had any rhythm you had any moxie you had any ability to tell a joke people just fell down they just loved you so you'd work Tuesday Wednesday Thursday in these in these shit bag gigs that were great gigs then you'd come into to do Friday, Saturday, Sunday and make money and and they would pepper the gigs the local community would pepper these gigs and in Denver it was all the ski communities in Houston I don't know what they did but I know there was money down there so you know (laughs) that you could make a living as a stand-up before you decided if you decided you wanted to come west or go to new york one of the two that was really it so so yeah so i came up in that and and i was just uh like a geek off the turnip truck from wisconsin i mean the reason i went to minneapolis is because chicago was too big for me so so i went to to minneapolis and i got it together and then I went to LA and and uh, you know I spent a couple years working and I got Letterman with the inside of about a year of moving out here, and I found the New York comics a little more my style. Out here, it just, I just felt alone, and I think. Uh, people kind of interpreted that as, as maybe arrogance because I, I, you know, I was so bashful. I kind of just stayed to myself in the corner of a club. And you know, dudes in a club, they'll go, oh, who's the, who, who's that fun guy think he is? Yeah, you yeah. know, you go, no, he's, just, he's got literally got his nose in the corner. Yeah, man. He's <laughs> getting know. cesario. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, right. <literally, laughs> like, you know, who he think he is? So, so in New York, they saw that and literally Louis Ferranda, who wound up booking, uh, uh, Caroline's, was a bartender at Catch a Rising Star in New York at the time, the first time I went to New York. Man! And he saw me in a corner, and he knew. He just, I was alone in the fucking place. And he just went, uh, you want a beer? And I went, yeah, I'd really like a beer. I'm kind of scared. And Wait, how just old were you before. at this time? I was probably 31. Wow. 31, really? 32? Yeah, so I'm telling you, I have no guile. You look at me, I look very Italian, people just figure I'm from New York, and you talk to me for three minutes, and you go, oh, this guy wouldn't last on the streets in New York for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. They'd have his wallet, they'd have his pants. So I, I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm from Wisconsin, I don't well, have gonna that Wait, they're going to take guile. your pants too? I'd, yeah, they would take everything. You're that guy? Yeah, they would just take everything. And they I'd would just, just be take everything down the street going, it's okay, it's not that cold out, that would be me. Just the Wisconsin in me comes out. If a
1: guy mugged you, he would be like, hey, give me your wallet. Yeah, but then he probably feel Hold on, let me mug you, let me, me. mug you, let me mug you. Give yeah, me your yeah. wallet.
0: Yeah, sure. Give, you know what, give me those pants, too. Yeah, it's okay. Listen, uh, the back flap uh-huh. kind of sticks a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the front belt buckle's ripped, okay. so you got to go through the second belt buckle, gotcha. okay? Thank right. you so sure much, enough. man. Can I have and those to socks, too? too? Well, I, could I keep one of them, because i got to hop through this water. All right, give me one. All right, you got the one. I'll give you the good one. Hey, you know what? There's a hole in this one. You don't want this one. Hey, you know
1: what? What? You just got Cesario. <laughs> exactly. That should be your show. You got Cesario. Yeah, up. you just got Cesario. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Cesario. And That's well, how
0: mugging would, with me, would, would go with me. Said, hey, uh, you know, I noticed on your way out, I know you're I know you're trying to get out of here because the cops are coming, but I, I heard that you had a little tickle in your throat. I got some cough drops, dude. They're in my shirt pocket. That's <laughs> yeah. why they're not in the pants. You want to just take the whole shirt? Yeah, no, no, no. I need the shirt, but here you go. Here's, here's. Like, what do you need? About seven? You need seven halls. Yeah. I got the halls of methylliptus. They go right to the back. That thing that tickles in the back of your throat. I'll be gone in about three days. You'll thank me. All right, I'll see you. You know, who buys, halls, you know who buys halls? Filipino moms. Filipino, oh yeah, right. My. Filipino and, and and cut men in the corner of boxing match. Yeah, because they're always sucking on something. No one yeah, buys halls. Got, got something going around their mouth. Yeah. And, they're always working something in their mouth. Yeah. Cut men in the corner of a boxing match. And Filipino moms. Filipino
1: moms enjoy halls. They think that's regular candy. Oh, that's great. You know the free candy mom? that you get at restaurant the, the yeah. white candy with the red stripes on the side. Sure, the mint. My mom. My mom would. If she owned a restaurant, she would have a basket of halls in the front. She thinks those are candies. That's great. Honey, the honey ones. Oh, the honey, Joseph. <laughs> it's, it's good. And, and also, troat. Kochertrot. your Kochertrot. <laughs>
0: sure. Coach your, trot. <laughs> coach your trot. That beats – well, are there homemade remedies in the Filipino community? Yeah. Because I know there are in, in yeah, the – Yeah, it's called Ginger
1: community. root. Ginger root. Oh, yep. man. My mom will boil a whole thing of ginger and make me drink it. Ooh, Yeah. That's, that's rough. She will boil ginger until that water becomes like a, like a light brown color, and then she'll put some honey in the cup and drink it. Wow. Yep. Takes care of everything. Yep. And then, uh, and then my ass will start bleeding. Yeah. And then she goes, that's the sickness coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is not the sickness Sickness coming This is you forcing a whole ginger root down my mouth. (laughs) Well, look, they had to survive a lot of crap. Yeah, they did. (laughs) Guess what I'm buying you for Christmas? A sex tent. Oh, got to have it. Got to have it. (laughs) Yeah. Got to navigate my way to
0: my... (laughs) <laughs> to the impound lot. That's where, that's where I'll have to go. <laughs> I love that name. Impound lot. Impound. It
1: can't just be the police parking you lot. You know, when I first mo- moved out here to uh, L.A., I couldn't read the, the, the... Where'd you move from? I moved here from Vegas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And when I first moved here, I couldn't really read the, the street signs because the way they write those street signs for you, it, 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 it's to help you get your car impounded. It's so damn confusing. Have you ever parked on Hollywood uh, where it says "Don't I park," can't. "Cannot park here," yeah. uh, 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 Sunday through Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. Sunday it is through more Tuesday, of a ten a.m. to three
0: p.m. Yeah. Yes, it's a little bit like a novel because you have to finish the two or three placards on this light post. Yes, walk <laughs> a half a block, and there's another set. There's of three. A chapter three, chapter down there three yeah. that you gotta.
1: Yeah. Oh, look, there it is, right there. Yeah. Is that Hollywood? Look at that. Yeah, imagine living in Vegas and then coming to Hollywood and pulling <laughs> up to that.
2: It's a world. It's another language. It's intimidating. Yeah. You just sweat.
1: You sweat. Yeah. You do, and then you and then you leave your car, but it's like you're you're nervous. Yeah. It's like leaving your kid at school for the first time. Yeah. You don't. It's like is someone going to steal my car? Because that's how you feel. Is someone going to take it? Because you, you look at that. How yeah. can you read that? You can actually
0: exceed the uh, uh, time limit on your parking meter just trying to finish reading those signs (laughs) you'll get a ticket just standing there yeah
1: the hour that you paid for yeah goes that quickly you better read fast yeah you better read you better be a fast reader wow that is brutal yeah Yeah. and um i got towed so many times when i used to play the laugh factory because i had no idea where you could park yeah that is i found one successful
0: place and said all right I'm going to request yeah. time slots only in this hour and a half, yeah, so that I know I can park there, yeah, like right in front of the, uh, the at the meters, right in front of the the, uh,
1: the, the car factory. wash. Oh, the car wash! I yeah, know yeah, exactly yeah. where you're at. Right. Yeah,
0: there's about three hours there, like nine to twelve. Yep. So I would always get a meter. I would always try to get a spot at like eight thirty or nine or nine thirty. Yes. I would beg off. I didn't care if other comics called me a pussy. Yeah. Not working the late spots. I just yep. said
1: I know I'm not getting towed. Yeah. Park here. Oh, I got towed so many damn times. I got a Robin Williams story for you. Ready? Yeah. He parked in the front of the Laugh Factory. He was doing uh, guest spots for the uh, uh, Oscars. He was working on a just doing some material for the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. He was going to do a. Uh, pre- he was going to present, and he wanted to do like a, a bit real quick. And he that he shows you that shows you some work ethic. People yeah. think he's just a crazy dude. You know, yeah. Know, tre- oh. Stream
0: of consciousness. All oh, of those guys. Oh. What do I got? A minute and a half on the Oscars. All right. Here's a month. Yeah. At the Improv and yeah. the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store.
1: It was one of the greatest moments of my life, man, oh, my goodness, because I think Chris. Uh, Chris Rock was first time hosting. Oh, right. So it was the yeah. same time. So they were both coming in. Oh, so imagine God. being a first-time wow. guy at the Laugh Factory, and then you just see these two icons walk in trying to work yeah. out. And then my favorite, though, Chris would always come in. He would do all three, you know what I mean, just yeah. working on the the Stuff, the monologue. Yeah. And, then, and then here came Robin. And here I am sitting upstairs, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I was sitting with Sully McCullough, and uh, we're talking, and then all of a sudden, you see Robin just come up and say, oh, hi, hey, yeah. hey, oh, 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 do you mind if I go up? Like, he's talking to us like this. Like, yeah, I know. I'm like, he's pretty self-effacing, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, are you, are you really? I, that's the first thing I said. I go, Robin, are you really asking us? If you can go up, he goes, well, I, you know, I don't know, you know. I don't.
0: Well, you know, those just guys like, had such a respect. The good guys bro. had such a respect for yeah. the art that they figured they've been there. Yeah. You know, when Robin first started in San Francisco, he was yeah. just pounding. I mean, yeah. and there were guys who hated him and guys who didn't put him on. And, yeah. and you know, all the same shit we go through. And so the guys who kept their heads – Really understood that. And yeah. Yeah, that,
1: that's beautiful. Yeah, it was so cool, man. And then he hugged us both. It, it was cool to see both of us fan out at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah. We tried to be cool, but then we were like, man, fuck this, dude. Yeah. Come, please, can we I hug you? <laughs> and he was, all, he, was, he was so nice, man. He went up and crushed. Oh, that's so great. Crushed. I always say this story, too, because you don't know. There's so many levels of fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's fame there's famous and there's really famous yeah Chris Rock was working on that monologue and he got up on stage you know because you know how they do it at the Laugh Factory it's like we got a special guest they don't tell you you know right. what I mean mm-hmm. he's just working on some stuff real quick Chris Rock you know what I mean and people are like what and then, yeah. <gasps> they go crazy right mm-hmm. so they were both on the same show at the same time Chris gets the first one right Chris goes up first crowd goes crazy right oh my god Chris Rock he gets off stage and then, uh, I forgot who went up before him, uh, after him. And then we waited. And then, uh, and then I, I think Frazier is the one, you know, Fraser Smith. Sure. Frazier is the one that's going to introduce Robin. And he goes, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to believe this, but you guys are in for a treat. Another special guest just walked in and, uh, he wants to do some time. If you don't mind, Robin Williams. And you see the level of fame, man. Yeah. <laughs> you see the level yeah. of fame, bro. It it's was, visceral. It comes it, straight. It comes from somewhere deep in your tummy. Bro, you don't even know it. It, it, was the craziest, it was the craziest thing I've ever witnessed, man. Because there was Chris Rock right? fame. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is Oscar. First time doing Oscars. Like, you know what I mean? He was Hollywood's yeah. biggest thing at that You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. yeah. and Aaron was going crazy. I was going crazy. And then Robin. And it was, it, bro, there was a lady that yeah. ran to the stage with her phone. It was the craziest thing. She ran, she did not give two fucks, man. Everyone yeah. stood. It was a standing O. It, they wouldn't stop clapping. The lady had her phone and she put it right in front of his face. She, like, she just, like, like, uh, She just fucking lost it. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't give a fuck that there's a show going on. It's like, holy shit, that's Robin Williams. She put her phone in front of him. So then Robin pulled his phone out. He's like, I got a phone too, bitch. And then he started taking pictures (laughs) of her. It was, bro,
0: it was so surreal. I couldn't believe what was (laughs) happening, man. It's so much fun to see nights like that. I I remember when I first got to the comedy store, uh, Pryor had just finished uh, his first special, which may still be greatest stand-up special of all time uh live and in concert and he was working on material for live on the sunset strip and i i was like i had just gotten paid regular or something so i could stand way in the back of the comedy store and he was going up in the original room not the main room the small room and uh, <clears throat> he, he they announced him and, and you know uh, i came i think it was robert aguayo and he goes uh ladies and gentlemen please welcome uh uh, Richard Pryor, and he comes up and they, they announce his name in yeah. the crowd stand.
1: Yeah, yeah. They don't even
0: see him yet. Mm-mm. He walks up, standing O, gets on stage, doesn't get a laugh for 20 20- fucking minutes because he's working on new material (laughs) yeah and he was one of those guys like him and and uh louie anderson and there's there's like a handful of guys who write on stage write their act on stage and richard pryor was one of those guys i mean he would write off stage he would work with paul mooney they would craft material but it would it didn't he would feel it out on stage Mm -hmm. he did the whole thing on stage and so he's working his set and tw and not a peep yeah and 20 minutes in, he just goes, <clears throat> I know you guys are, uh, I know you motherfuckers want to see the drunk guy. And they go, Woo! <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I can't give it to you. I got a special in three months. That's a shitload short amount of time. Really? So I'm working on it. I'm working on the new stuff. And he just dove right back into the new stuff. And I'm a kid, I'm nutting it up back there yeah. going, holy crap. Yeah, you get to see I'm this. I'm nervous about one eight-second new joke. Yeah. And this guy's doing this. That yeah. takes some stuff. We stone. were just
1: talking about that, Chase. When you get to that level where it's just like, you, you bomb, but it's okay. It's like, you get to that 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 level where you're just like, yo, I'm, I'm working on shit and I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm working on my craft. I'm bombing. Yeah. And this is what I do.
2: Yeah.
0: That's crazy. I mean, it's got to, even now for me, it's got to be an environment where I don't feel like I'm disappointing a crowd still, yeah, you know, and, and I think some level of fame can buy you a little bit of that, but you still got it. You still got to, you know, guys like us still got it. You still got to deliver to a crowd. You can carve out. Two minutes, maybe even five minutes in the center of your set where you can try some stuff. And if you've got bailouts that you know, you know your own muscles well enough, you can do that. But yeah, but it's still that's the one thing that I still get a little nervous and not nervous. Um, I I was nervous for the first time in a long time uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I was out on the road with Brian Regan and we were doing the Ryman Auditorium. And I'd never done the Ryman, Mm. which is Nashville, which is like the Mecca. Oh, yeah, Ryman, that's right, yeah. The Mecca. Mm -hmm. And venues get me like that. Mm. Like, I remember I did the Fillmore West, and I was doing a special, a half-hour HBO special there. And it didn't hit me till I got in the dressing room at the Fillmore West. And I look up, and there's Hendrix on the stage of the Fillmore West, a giant poster. Then I turn around, and there's Robert Plant on the stage of the Fillmore West, a giant poster. And I went, shit, this is sacred ground. I got to bring... And, you know, I used to be a musician, so I got to bring my fucking A-game, in. And you
1: did, man. And
0: that special was great. Thank you so much. But, yeah. but that's why. I mean, I was literally in the dressing room going, okay, breathe, relax, because this is a whole other thing. You're not even performing for them. Yeah. You're performing for, for the gods. Yeah. And that's how I felt at the Ryman. I was only doing like ten, fifteen minutes, and I yeah. just went, "Baby, you better bring it." Do yeah. You know how much talent has walked on this stage. Yeah. So just bring, so so, I, I get a little nervous at venues sometimes. That's about it.
1: I, you know what I loved about your half-hour special? What? Uh, <laughs> your your uh, horrible suit. Mm. <laughs> oh, that was my.
0: No, my my HBO special. I wore a, a plaid shirt. Oh, the plaid shirt, which is the one where you wore the big jacket. Oh, uh, probably. Denver, maybe
1: that was one of my two Showtime specials. Yeah, one man. of the two
0: Showtime specials, I think I wore.
1: It's funny to see that era, isn't it? Oh, it's fantastic. I I see my outfits from back then, and, and I'm like, "Fuck, we really wore those colors." I just uh, I was just <laughs> going through some. Oh my god, <laughs> that yeah, color. You know what I'm talking about? Sure.
0: And then the uh, the brushed silk shirts. Yeah. Oh, I had that too, man. Yeah, you got three, four of them. Yeah, man. Am I going with the teal tonight? Yeah, or, or the am I going olive? with the lavender.
1: You know, yeah. it's just like <laughs> teal mustard. I still love those shirts because they're so comfortable. Oh man, they're pajamas <laughs> now. <laughs> they're,
0: they're smoking jackets. That's where you go on the back patio. Yes. Fire up the sextant. Uh, yes. And have a couple of hits. My, so, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna ask,
2: we we talked about this last time for a second when I was when I was talking to you. But uh, what is it about wearing? crispy shoes and doing comedy on stage i got oh, to yeah
1: i have to man you got me into that yeah i have to i think that's I, I think that is our tool i cannot go i think you i this is me i think people judge a man by his shoes i think that's the one thing it's shoes and watches you know what I mean? The That's t-shirt, the I don't give a shit. The pant, it, I think the first thing a woman looks at is the man's shoe. If it's crumpled up and crinkled in the middle and it's it's starting yeah. to curl upward, yeah. she knows this guy ain't starting shit. Starting to turn into an elf shoe? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a it used to be score. a penny low for it. Now you're an Arabian prince. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just not a good right. look. Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And, and I think stand-ups, we were talking, I was talking to Chase, are comfortable in new shoes, more so than anybody else, because other people try on a new shoe at the shoe store, then take it home and they got to go to work and they got to drive it, they got to do this, that, the other thing. And then they go, oh man, they're, they're a little uncomfortable. I got to break them in. Yeah. But a stand-up tries them on at the shoe place. Yeah and walks two feet, and goes perfect, and then just takes them to the gig. Yeah. And that's what you do at the gig. That's what we do you at the gig. You put them on, yeah. you walk two feet, you go perfect.
1: Yep. So, that's exactly <laughs> so what we do. What
0: you do in the shoe store is exactly what, what? you do on stage. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so if they're comfortable <laughs> yeah. in the shoe
1: store, they're comfortable they're on stage. They're comfortable on stage, stage yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm not running a mile in these. No. No. I'm going from stool to stand. No,
0: exactly. I get the kid who picked me up at the airport. He's yeah. going to run a mile. Yeah, he's going go to run a mile. Go get that beef jerky everybody's crowing about in this little town. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it's always something like that. Yeah, you got the best beef jerky in the tri-state area. All yeah. right, all right, let me I'll try, try it. some. Yeah, you, you got to go it. down. No, no, no. You got to go down to the frontage road and take a left Uh-oh. and pick it up. Oh, Not yeah,
1: me. I'll get it for you, Mrs. Cesario. <laughs> Thank you. I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you should try our barbecue sauce out here. We're known for our barbecue <laughs> yeah, sauce, sure. man. It's about then, two miles from here. Are you gonna go get it? Yeah, go get it, kid. Oh yeah, I mean I'll, I'll go get it.
0: it. <laughs> then you go. Oh, this isn't bad. And then all you got to do on stage is everybody, everybody, uh, you guys have all had Mort's barbecue. Yeah, Mort's. Yeah, man, and it
1: crushes. First ten minutes on Mort's barbecue <laughs> sauce, nice. then you're in. Then, yeah. then you can do your new material. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> they're following you. Oh, they point. love you at that point. <laughs> That's right. This guy knew about Mort. Holy shit, it's like he's been living here. What does he know about Mort? It's crazy. <laughs> he even knows that it sticks. It's sticky. Yeah, it's
0: sticky. It's so
1: sticky. How did he know
0: that? How did he you know, man? man he's hey,
2: us, man. Yeah, he's one of he's us. us.
0: What's his sextant? Yeah. What's
1: his sextant, we'll man? We'll that
0: one up. That threw me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> man. I don't have no
0: idea what that is, man. Made it funny, though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bro, I just got cesario (laughs) Jeff, you're the best, bro. Oh, man.
0: I could do this all day.
1: You can, can, huh? Oh, my God.
0: Talk about comedy. Talk Talk about about anything. anything. Talk about absolutely anything. Who are your favorites working with? Oh, man. Well, Regan is ridiculous. Never met him.
1: And like I told you before, uh, when MySpace came out, it always said, who would you like to meet? And that's the only one I wrote. I wrote Brian Regan. I just want to meet Brian Regan. Bring him in. Oh, he's, he's amazing, man. The sweetest, nicest guy. Oh, you can
0: tell on stage what the guy is all about, man. Yeah, and he's yeah. so amazing on stage. He's got that, uh, that truffle nose, you know, like those, yeah. those intense pigs who just find the right truffle. He knows exactly where he's going yeah. on a bit. He just hones in. He waits. And now writing with him, because yeah. we're doing a four episode thing for netflix it's called brian regan comedy show and it's like stand-up to sketch yeah and and he will zone in on what he wants the sketch to be because he does he wants it to be an extension of his stand-up he doesn't want it to be a dramatization of the stand-up or any of that crap he wants to write new stuff yeah and so i go all right dude but you know your stand-up is like the bar is, a, is at about eight feet, yeah. so we can't Fosbury flop over this thing. We yeah. got we got to take a running jump at this and get over the bar because yeah. these this sketch is going to have to be as funny as that. And he will come into a premise he can really write. He can really, really write because he'll stop and go and say these things. There's a point where I get to because I'm a little looser. I'm a little throw the curve ball, throw some stuff. That, hey, if it's funny, we'll find a way to get it in a bit. Yeah. You know? And he's like, hang on, I don't – I what I like about this bit is that – is the uncomfortableness of the two people sitting next to the other two people too closely at a restaurant. And that part, though very funny, does not quite fit the uncomfortableness of these four people having to be so close at a restaurant. And you go, damn! If he ain't right, yeah.
2: And then then now,
0: shit. Now I got to go back to the computer and write something funny. And then Brian's like, "This, by the way,
1: you just got (laughs) Cesario."
0: Yeah, exactly. And one more
1: question, Jeff. So, why aren't you wearing pants?
0: To the writers' room. <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, Brian. Funny thing on the way here. <laughs> yeah. Just got mugged again. Out in L.A., there's no mugging. There's just you just you just get guilted into giving them to a homeless yeah, person. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So he's great. So I love Brian. Uh, I love watching Bill Burr work. Um, uh, I love watching you work because uh, it's just so much fun to see where you've gone with this stuff. You know where you've taken it. How you're playing the whole instrument. You know, you've got voices, you've got physicality, and yet you still write jokes. You can take them into other mediums, like that whole Tacoma thing on your website. <laughs> just the absurdity at some point, and you understood this clearly, yeah. of setting it up like a guy from a used car lot yeah. selling Tacomas.
1: <laughs> yes. But
0: then the, 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 the silly takes over. Yeah, And then it's pretty soon it's just you walking through frame going, Tacoma! You know. <laughs> yeah. And then finding a guy with like a beat up 78 Tacoma. T- t- yeah. You know, I mean, there it's to allow it conceptually to go in a little different way. Yeah. That's gross, you know. Thank you, man. I, I love watch I still love watching vets like Kathleen Madigan and Lewis Black pound it. Um boy, there's so many good comics out there. There Jeez.
1: are, man. There are, dude. I was... You
0: know, when I was coming up... Alex Edelman is a young comic I really like watching work. He's really funny. And, and he's, he's like a sponge. Yeah. And he's like 28. Yeah. And, you know, he'll come up to me and just go, uh, oh, tell me about Brad Garrett's a And you go, how do you fucking know about you're 28 yeah <laughs> you know? yeah you know? no 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 i saw once that uh you, uh, you did a gig with him and and uh, you know it's just, just like guys who, sh- who uh, that's the kind of guy where you go i will sit with him and have coffee forever because he just wants to suck it up yeah man and use it to fuel whatever the hell he's doing
1: you know dude i was such he's a hilarious uh, when i when i first started and I moved to Vegas, and, and there was the Riviera Comedy Club. You remember the Riviera Comedy Club? And they were kind of like, oh, yeah. they were the Vegas kind of like comedy store. They 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 were the ones bringing like the newer comics, the, the edgier comics. You know what I mean? There was, yeah. There was Catch a Rising Star. There was uh, the improv out there at Harris. Right. But for some reason, you know who was booking that? It was, um, oh my God, I'm, oh God. The guy from The Sopranos. Steve Sharippa. Steve Sharippa. Right. He was the booker for that. Did yeah. I ever tell you this story, Jeff? No. All right. So I just moved to, to, to Vegas and I'm trying to do comedy, right? It's like 1989, right? And I kept calling Steve Sharippa because he was the only booker that was picking up the phone. Catch wasn't picking up. No one was right, picking up. Right. And he'd always pick up. And I, uh, and I would always change my name. I'm like, Hey, my name is uh, Joseph Glenn. I'm an up and coming comic guy. You know, if you have any <laughs> fallouts, I like to open for anybody, man. I'll do it for free, whatever. And he's like, Hey, look, kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, you need to move to LA, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I did this for like almost six months. Wow. And he would always answer the phone. And then fi- I, finally, that's when he was like, hey, look, kid, you need to move to LA, work on your time, and then come back as a headliner. You're not going to get any work here doing this. Wow. Like, he told me. Yeah. And he's the reason why I, I, I worked on my crap. I, I ended up doing shows in Vegas on my own. But oh, if I didn't great. hear that from him, yeah. oh, man. But it's kind of cool that that came full circle. Yeah, there's a great Sharippa story about somebody had to get off
0: at midnight. Yeah. And he said, listen, I want you off at midnight. Uh, I don't want you off at 11.59. (laughs) I don't want you off at 11.61. I want you off at midnight. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. He didn't call it 1201. Yeah. He called it 1160. <laughs> like, oh, that's funny. That's funny. I want you off at 1159. But, I want you off at 1161. I want you off at midnight. That room was so much fun, though. <laughs> yeah. That room was so much fun. I yeah, saw I so many is. greats.
1: I, I saw all the greats there, man. Mm-hmm. I, I And that's where I saw uh, Robert Schimmel. Oh, um, my God.
0: Yeah. Saw Shimmel play. Boy, I still think of Shimmel at least once a week. Just because yeah. something reminds me of one of his bids.
1: Yeah. He was so much fun, right? Oh my
0: god. And the nicest guy off stage. And the nicest guy off stage and a, and another guy where you go <clears throat> Show business is like the Kama Sutra of getting boned in the ass. Yeah. I mean, when, just when you think you've ha- got a horror story, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had a script sold to a big-time producer-director two days before the strike in 2008. Yeah. And, uh, you know, game-changer, like big money would have set, you know. And then seven months later, his muse took him a different direction, and, and he didn't buy the script. Uh, but, but, you know, and then you, I always think of Schimmel going, you think that's bad? Yeah. I got a sitcom and then got fucking cancer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know so yeah, any anywhere you're telling horror stories, I guarantee you there's three guys in a room who've got worse horror stories
1: yeah, man. than you.
0: It's just amazing. And and sh- that was Schimmel's. Yeah. He had about three of those actually. Yeah, oh, he had man. like incredible horror stories. Yeah, his stories were crazy. Oh, God, I always think of him when I whenever anybody brings up Vegas or they bring up uh who are the two magicians, the, the um the, the German guys. What are they? names? Siegfried <laughs> and Roy. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. And uh, the one guy got mauled yeah. by the tiger, and the tiger's name was Montecor. And, uh And uh, Shimmel used to do a bit on uh, – on, uh, I don't think we're looking at this from the uh, tiger's perspective. <laughs> uh, he's just spent eight years learning how to balance a fucking beach ball on his nose. He's the king of the jungle. He's standing over in the wings one night and just going, you know something? This shit ends tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that just killed me. It makes me laugh every time I think about it. Yeah, and shimble has been gone what a decade? Now? Yeah, it is. It's,
1: it's crazy. I was still so can stop laughing at. Him. I was so happy. Yeah. I, I was so happy I got to meet that guy before he passed, dude. That was one of my one of my yeah. uh, bucket lists. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, ah, Great guy. Finally, and he was not. He was sweet. The day I met him, man. Yeah. And I, it yes. was so funny because I was with Kevin Hart at that time. We were uh. in Mo- we were in Montreal together, and uh, and we both we were walking down. We were getting something to eat, and we saw Shimmel cross the street. And you just see two up and coming comics go, "Oh, Robert!" And we ran. To go meet uh, Robert Shiller, oh, and, and he took pictures with it. And he told us the whole story. Of course, you know it, it was it crushed in the lobby. And well, then it,
0: let's be honest. That's it's why you guys are where you're at is because you had some concept of the lineage of stand up, and and you respected the form. I mean, you you know you look at Kevin even, and 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 uh, the, what I love about Kevin Hart is from a movie standpoint. To me, he's like he's like a new version of Bob Hope. Yeah. He's like every one of his really successful characters yeah. is a guy who's kind of a loudmouth, who's more of a of a of a of a wise acre, a wise cracker mm. and uh, doesn't really back it up until he meets the hot dame and until something happens and he has to and then he finds out he does have the balls. Yeah. He does have the guts to do it. That's an arc Kevin does in a lot of his movies and you go, "Jesus, that's brilliant yeah. and of course he's got a whole different set of tools in his toolbox yeah but i mean he, he kind of studied that i think yeah and took that and made it work for him he's the short guy mock the short guy the short guy always gets the big guy in a fight and then suddenly the short guy has to fight for himself yeah and he does it and he yeah. makes it work that's that's brilliant <laughs> and like even his stand-up i you know i listen to some of his stand-up and because you know, he's kind of story arc now and he's a conversationalist blah, blah, blah. Then I go back into some of his other stuff and I just go, he just wrote jokes, too. I mean, yeah. like, uh, oh, God, what was the guy's name? Uh, 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 Lawrence with Terrence. Uh, uh, fuck you, Terrence. Fuck you in your third ball. She'll kill me. It's not about how a woman will just cut you right to the quick. Yeah, if yeah. you're in public, have an argument in public, she just won't care. She won't. She won't work her way down. She just goes right to the core. Fuck you, Terrence. Fuck you in your third ball. You guys, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you don't bring that up in a restaurant. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: Yes. And he does a whole
0: like that. Nailed
1: me. I love Aww. that. I
0: love, I love it, man.
1: It. I love comedy, and uh, the the one, you know, the main reason why I got into comedy is uh, greats like you, Jeff. And oh, I'm thank glad. You. and you're still crushing the game. Thank you. You're still, I'm still crushing trying, the game. Baby. And I can't. It's so wait much for this. fun, right? It's ridiculous. We have the fun. best job in the world, yeah. man. Yeah. Hands on, man. down. I
0: come from a little auto town in Kenosha, Wisconsin, yeah. Kenosha, Wisconsin, where they used to make American Motors cars. Yeah, man. I could be, you know, unemployed right now because yeah. that, that thing went under twenty years ago. Yeah. I could be putting rocker panels on boats right yeah. now you could be somewhere some else asshole in with a Wisconsin. Big piece of cheese on your head at a exactly. Green Bay game, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, picking up whatever, doing you know, picking cabbage
1: out in the county. Yeah. Who knows? And <laughs> I
0: can't yet wait I for this. It.
1: I can't wait for this show on Netflix, man, with Brian. It's, it's gonna, gonna be good. fun. Can't wait. Do you have an uh, an idea when it's gonna come out or not yet? Uh, uh, you know, I'm not sure. I think maybe late summer. I'm not
0: sure. That. Maybe the fall. I'm not sure. Somewhere in there. I know we're starting to shoot uh, next week, and then we'll do uh, uh, the stand-up portion of it uh, beginning of June, and then we'll slap it all together in an edit bay with Troy Miller at Dakota Films. Who nice. stuff. Yeah, yep. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. what we'll see. But he's going to rock it. He's just he's just solid gold, that guy. But you are solid gold,
1: my man. Jeff well, Cesario, ladies very, and gentlemen. At a very early age, I got Cesario. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much Jeff Thank you my friend Thank you for doing this My pleasure I love you Jeff Cesario on the Koi Pond you guys Keep doing your thing Stay funny Laugh at everything It's free you guys Why are you uptight <laughs> Life is too funny to take seriously you guys Enjoy your life I love you guys Bye, Chase I love you I love you too Kalen bro. I love you Love you Joe Bye guys she would tell me stories how she used to hang on Queen Street. I thought, well, that's ironic because she looked royal. But I paid no mind because she was acting like she needs me. I thought I had no time so I would make her way.
2: Yeah. Now, who'd have thought that she would walk away from me? I'm sleeping on her now. I'm wide awake. Damn, I miss the days when she would say she needs me. If I
1: had the time with you again to be way more